Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. Here we go, and it is just about Easter. It's Passion Week. Yes, it is. And this week, I have really had something on my heart and mind, and I brought it to Brian's attention. And so we Over and over and over again, which means it was on her heart for a while. So it's the thief on the cross. That's what's been on my heart. <laughs> I mean, he's in a better place than we are. But <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking about the thief on the cross, and honestly, it started with a TikTok. <laughs> well, you've got to enjoy it while you can, because uh, we're probably going to ban the could, app soon. Could be gone. Yeah, could well, be gone. before it's gone. Anyway, there was this guy that was talking about how the thief on the cross, just sort of like his perspective as to what we think a Christian is or looks like, and he sort of juxtaposed that with the thief on the cross. So it was very interesting to me. So I thought, you know what? Let's talk about this. So it actually starts in the one that I want to read is the book of Luke, and it's Luke chapter 23. And Jesus has been brought before um, Pilate, and they've kind of had this back and forth Pilate, Herod, and so... No one wants to take responsibility for killing an innocent man? Yeah. What? (laughs) Nobody wanted to say, I did that. Even Roman authorities? No, they did not. And so basically what happens is they bring Jesus before the crowd, and the crowd is Jewish. Mm -hmm. They are being oppressed and kind of under the thumb of the Roman government. 100%. Yes. yes. So that is who Pilate represents, basically. But Pilate's kind of not necessarily the bad guy. He has I mean, to, he is, but he's not. He is. He has to play his role. But but there's a lot of conflict within his home. Pilate's yeah. wife was uh, disturbed. Yeah. She... she uh, she really needed she she really wanted to free Jesus. I think she really had compassion for him. And even actually in let's see. Luke 23 verse 13. Um I will read that really quick just to kind of catch up to speed here and it says Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers and the people and said to them, "You brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to rebellion." I have examined him in your presence and have found no bias or basis, sorry, for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. So Jesus took a couple of trips there. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. So he wasn't trying to kill Jesus. Like, That was not his agenda that day. No, it really wasn't. But then in verse 18, yeah, verse 18, it says, but the whole crowd shouted, away with this man, release Barabbas to us. You want to remind everybody who Barabbas was? A murderer. Yeah, not a good guy. And And this is, by the way, the same crowd just days earlier Mm -hmm. were lining up Main Street, Jerusalem. Yeah. With palm branches and giving Jesus the palm branch parade. Yeah, like the red carpet. Yeah, they were celebrating the Savior. Which, honestly, actually, I was going to say this too. Sunday, when you preached, you were talking about that. And 
I never have been taught or realized. Maybe I had been taught and I wasn't listening. But the crowd did this when kings and rulers and um, army generals Mm -hmm. would come through the town. See, in my mind as like, you know, a little kid, I always assumed that they just all knew Jesus was the Messiah. But that's not the case. No. They were doing that because he was considered, quote unquote, important at the time. Like he was the man of the hour, I guess, because he had been doing miracles and they had heard about him. And, you know, he seemed like a pretty good dude. So they were giving him the royal treatment without realizing he really was the king. Yeah, that's, you know. I thought that was interesting when you were talking about it. No, but the thing (laughs) is. Good job on Sunday. Oh, thank you. The the idea that, yeah, they, they were looking to Jesus to save them. Yeah. But they weren't necessarily looking at their souls that were needing to be saved, but their livelihood as they were being oppressed by a government that right. really was ruthless and authoritarian. They just wanted somebody to come kick the Romans out of leadership, basically. Yeah, and by the way, and for those that don't know their history, there was a lot of little M messiahs, you yeah. know, the false messiahs mm-hmm. that would promise the world to them and they would line up the street, yeah. throw the palm branch Which parade. Which I also didn't realize Hosanna translated is save us. Yeah. It, I, I, how come I didn't know this? Pray, save us, yes. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I just thought Because that... you didn't come from a rebel family like I did. You came from a, <sighs> really? a family Really? You learned that from somebody in your family? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of my grandfather's motorcycle friends <laughs> pulled me to the side one so. day. Yeah, he says, that's... you know what's really... No. Okay. didn't happen that way, <laughs> by the way. So, okay. So, Pilate is like, he just wants to let Jesus go. He's trying. He's like, I'm just going to punish him, mm-hmm. slap on the hand, send him on his way. Mm-hmm. But the crowd, who was originally rolling out the red carpet, um, or maybe it's a green carpet, if they're palm branches, right? It would be green. Well, now it's champagne if you're going to the... Was yeah, well, the Jesus Emmys? was not going there. Jesus wouldn't be caught dead going to any awards show nowadays. So they started yelling, release Barabbas. And they started shouting towards Jesus, basically, crucify him. Pilate pretty much gave them a way out. Yeah. Which they did not want. They didn't Because take it. they were disappointing yet in another possible fake Messiah that didn't save them from the oppression of Roman. He didn't do anything immediately for them, which (laughs) totally a talking point right there. Like when Jesus doesn't do something immediately for us, whatever we think we need or want in that Mm -hmm. moment, Mm -hmm. we can get really upset Mm -hmm. and like, see, I knew you didn't love me. I knew you didn't care about my life. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) honestly, that's, was one of my main talking points in the sermon, so I won't repeat all that I said. But yeah, it's 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 one of those things that us as humans want instant gratification. We want instant results. We Fix want instant right now. everything. You know, we've <laughs> even allowed ourselves to enjoy instant oatmeal. I mean, yeah. when you know, the at the end of the day, however, the Jesus was there for a much bigger plan yeah a much better salvation yeah one that lasts for eternity not just a few i mean decades in a person's life right it 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 really was jesus's mission to save us but the saving they wanted they basically wanted them to just overthrow and start a war 
Like, that's what they were looking for. They were looking for a king, but who was going to be a mighty warrior. Like, and that was the... That was the pinnacle of what they were looking for. Absolutely, and and but they and, and to their defense, they looked at scripture and they read it literally, mm-hmm. uh, the the scrolls of the law, which talked about the governments will be upon his shoulder, mm-hmm. kings will bow down to him. I mean, they 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 were taking that very literal, yeah. And it it wasn't that at all. It wasn't that. No. I mean, it was more literal than that. <laughs> if you can get more literal than literal. That was Jesus. Like, he was getting ready to do something that was going to shake the entire universe, Mm -hmm. basically, not just Mm -hmm. their few centuries. And this brutal regime, they didn't want to crucify Jesus. Pilate wanted, I think he was trying to save face too with his wife, but, you know, at at the end of the day, he was like, hey, I don't really want to do this. Yeah. But the people spoke. But the people spoke. And he was trying to in his way he was kind of just appeasing them like like all politicians yeah yes because that's exactly who he was a politician that's true and so being the politician that he is he just you know okay well whatever so all long story there short the people said crucify him talking about jesus and so he said okay so he went along with it and there goes jesus well, he washed him. his hands clean. Don't, you know. He did. He washed his hands. He washed and he his was hands like, of it. That's He's it. like, that, I, this is on you. Yeah. Don't blame me. Yeah. When the thunder comes rolling. Yeah. <laughs> don't let when it come. the thunder rolls. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's my extent of my country music. Okay. So then We're do Jesus. karaoke, like uh, bump no. that podcast? No. I'm not doing karaoke right now. Okay. Maybe later. Okay. So the soldiers lead Jesus away. Um they eventually give him his cross to carry. They take him to the hill called, I believe, Skull. Golgotha. Golgotha, but they also call it Skull. And so they have Jesus, and then they have him between two other convicted convicts, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like two guys that this were thieves. Death they row. were like literally death row. Yeah. They had been convicted of their crimes, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. It was not... To a, the best of our knowledge, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Bible literally says that there were thieves, so I'm going to go with yes. Mm-hmm. They were convicted. And mm-hmm. so as they are hanging on the cross, dying, the Bible tells us in the book of Luke, I like Luke's uh, version of this, basically one of the thieves says, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. Like, come on. If you're the man of the hour, why don't you do something to fix this situation here, man? (laughs) But he was still operating from the same mindset as the crowd that cried for Barabbas because he was saying, save us. You call yourself the savior. You say you're going to save us from what they thought Rome. Mm -hmm. Then why aren't you doing it? Yeah. That same mindset. Right. True. Again, didn't realize the true mission of what Christ was doing. And so he was just basically hurling insults. Like, he was adding insult to injury. But the problem was the injury was for himself. He didn't recognize who Jesus was. And I'm sure, like I had mentioned to you earlier, I'm sure that at some point these two guys on either side of Jesus had heard about who he was. Because it was, he was pretty popular to some good, some bad, 
But I would say that Jesus, yeah, Jesus was, was trending on Instagram. Yeah. Yes, he was. He had <laughs> he had a lot of followers. Tablet. <laughs> the tablet. Get it? <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. That's a dad joke. I wow. love it. I threw one in there. Dad joke. Yeah. Hashtag dad joke. The yes. bish attacks. Oh, my goodness. So you have the one guy who's like totally being a smart mouth about the whole situation. But then you have the guy on the other side. And the second man, he kind of like has this, like I said, a literal come to Jesus moment. Like he recognized who Jesus was. It was revealed to him by the spirit. Yeah. When we were talking about this earlier, one of the things that one story that come to mind is when Earlier on in the ministry, Jesus Jesus asked Peter, who do they say that I am? And Peter says, well, you are the Christ. And Jesus turns and says, this was revealed to you from the Father. I I, I feel like the, the second man on the cross, the Father revealed to him who Jesus really was. Yeah. And then the second man explained, this is, this is, this is the Christ. So the first guy had no idea. He was in the old mindset. He was still thinking if you're warrior, yeah, you're gonna do something. Dwayne the Rock Johnson on the now, cross. Now's you know, a good time, time to make to, your move. Yeah. Shazam! Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But then the second guy, he actually says he looks at Jesus and he says, "Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom." This is out of um, the book of Luke, and Luke chapter twenty three is where this part of the story is. And he says, "Remember me when you come into your kingdom." Um. And Jesus, his reply is, like, pretty amazing. Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. Mm -hmm. Like, he knew the immediacy of the situation. He knew they were dying. Mm -hmm. And he said, today. Like, today you're going to be with me. Because of his belief. Because of his belief. Because he believed and he confessed with his mouth, right? Yes, he did. Because he said it out loud. Yeah. And that's what the Bible tells us. When you believe in your heart, you confess it with your mouth. Jesus is Lord. Like, salvation has come, right? Yeah. And so he did this. And can you I'm imagine? Sorry, I'm sorry to our Baptist friends who believe that you have to be baptized <laughs> to be saved. Yeah. Jesus didn't spit on him. Sorry, guys. It's yeah, not for, No, they believe full immersion. They, <laughs> how are you going to do that? Like, Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. The man was literally dying on the cross, and he was convicted, Yeah, as are all of us. 100%. The Bible tells us that we are, none of us are righteous, not even one not of us. Not even one. Not even one. And at this moment, whenever we were talking about this earlier, it was like that realization of, I think you had said, he didn't get, it's, it's, it's good, <laughs> happy. But on the opposite side of the coin, a little bit sad because he didn't get to experience the fellowship with the other fellowship. believers. The yeah, the day to day praying and spending time with Jesus and learning from Him and, and changing your having heart victories and, in your life. Right? And yeah. There's so much he missed out on. However, right. the most important thing he was able yeah. to be granted because Jesus. Granted that for him yeah, in salvation. Yeah, he got to spend eternity with Jesus. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 21, it I was just kind of thumbing through this, and it, it really spoke volumes to me. It says, Once we were alienated from God and were enemies in your 
minds because of your evil behavior. And we can get stuck on that and be stuck in our evil behavior. We can be stuck on our past sins. We can Mm -hmm. be stuck in the identity of the past. Mm -hmm. But then verse 2 comes along. It says, but now Mm -hmm. he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, the writer of this, have become a servant. Hmm. Isn't that so beautiful? That is. Because, yes, we were accused. Yeah. And then verse 22 comes along. But now. But now. But now. <laughs> you're holy in his sight. And and this is, this is one of the things that I learned in recovery. I don't have a problem forgiving others. I don't have a problem with even allow, uh, not allowing, but, uh, but finding forgiveness in Christ. Mm-hmm. I have a bigger problem, if I'm being 100% honest, forgiving myself. And I tag myself with some shame. Hmm. But yet in verse 22, it says, but now I'm holy in his sight. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm holy in his sight, then I shouldn't be holding on to the labels of my past sins, my past mm-hmm. behaviors, my past addictions, right. whatever that, that may be for me. or Okay, or so can you imagine else. the thief on the cross when Jesus said, but today you'll be with me in paradise. He's in the middle of his punishment. He didn't say, but do you know what I've done? He, he didn't argue with Jesus. Like he didn't say, well, that sounds nice. You know, we'll see. Maybe like he literally was like, according to scripture, it doesn't say there was a, a, a rebuttal or an argument. It was like he just accepted it. And that's hard for us sometimes for that. But now. Mm-hmm. To accept it right away. No, I, Now. It doesn't say, but in a little while, when you work out your salvation at 25 years from now, it doesn't. It's immediate. No. It says, but now. Mm-hmm. And what's the word right after that? But now. He has reconciled you. He did it. Yeah. Not me. There's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. Just like the thief on the cross. There was nothing he could have done or said other than admitting and believing that Jesus was the Messiah to save him. Yeah, and I love this because it says, but now he and 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 he is 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 not Jesus. He is the Father mm-hmm. has reconciled you by whom? The other in the Trinity, Christ's yeah. physical body. Through death to present you wholly in his sight without blemish and free from accusation, which that's another mind blowing. He's paying the price of a crime or crimes he committed to society and he might be rightfully placed on that cross. Mm -hmm. But yet God sees God, the father sees through Christ a holy man, holy man. Which would have blown the socks off. Well, maybe not socks. They don't wear socks. Would have blown the sandals right off their feet Mm -hmm. because the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those who lived and died by the law would have said never, never. He didn't. He didn't go. He didn't come to. uh, He didn't come to confession. (laughs) 
He didn't put on a suit and tie. He didn't. Um, he didn't stack chairs. He Not didn't come to the business ministry. meeting. Yeah, he didn't you pay know? ties. He, didn't, he never paid he didn't, ties. No, he, he didn't never. volunteer whenever they handed out food to the homeless. He didn't. This man probably, according to, I'm guessing, totally my side of the story here, but he probably lived out a life maybe that was very selfish. Yeah, probably. Because he or knew. At, or, or, at, <laughs> or at the best, out of a place of desperation. Sure. Out of a place of need, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible doesn't say what they stole. It doesn't but make it right. It, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't. No. Wrong it, is mean, wrong. Wrong is wrong. But at the end of the day, there he was. And, and but as he people. He recognized. <laughs> and this is that, that just kind of a contrast that you have people, uh, maybe the person that he stole from, mm. watching him pay the price. Right. Yeah. And yet the Christ looks upon him and says today you're going to be in paradise. I wonder how many people heard that. Enough for the enough for the writer to hear it and to record it. But I wonder, I mean I never thought about it from the perspective of the person that the man had harmed or stolen from or whatever. I never looked at it from the perspective of the crowd cuz they probably were watching. But how many times do we see this happen? You know, we see this where this horrible, horrible person does horrible crimes against society and and is rightfully put into prison or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they have a come to Jesus moment. But the first thing we do is we say, that's not real. Right. A lot of times Sometimes, we, yeah. we look at people and we're like, I try to stay away from the who's going to heaven and who's not. <laughs> well, thing. I don't want to be judge and jury. I'm just saying, like, how many crime shows have we watched? Yeah. And somebody has written a letter to the family saying, you know, I found Jesus or, you know, rightfully Jesus found me, you know, and I'm witnessing or I'm praying for your family and I'm repentant yeah, I, for I'm what repentant I've done. And... and the family is automatically like they're just trying to get out on parole. Like yeah. they don't believe it. Yeah. And and it can be very hard, but like you were saying earlier, it can be even harder for us when we know our own junk on the inside. But that's what yeah, see, that's where I my perspective comes from. When I hear stories, it's not my place to say is it true or not true. Right. If the man's professing to be Christ follower, Jesus is woman, gonna sort and, that mess out. And that's yeah, that's up <laughs> that's up to God. That but, is not my job. Yeah, I am not playing judge and jury. No. However, I I don't wish any person to spend eternity in the absence of the father. Right. I, I really don't. I really desire that all to be saved yeah. because that was, that was who I follow. That was his mantra. You know, he wanted all to be saved. Yeah. And so I, I, I want that too. Um, even my, on my enemies. I right. do. I do want, I, and at the end of the day, it's one of those things that we have to be careful not to play judge and jury but the thief on the cross is a beautiful example of a a person who is getting what he deserved, but at the same time, getting what he deserved when he believed in Christ. Right. It just came full circle. Yeah. It, it was getting what he deserved, but it was also redemption. Yeah. And, and who knows? Maybe he would have never believed on Jesus except for him being this hung path. on the cross mm -hmm. next to Jesus and going through this moment of extreme torture. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it wasn't like they're having a picnic and having this conversation. Like, they're literally dying. They're suffering. In so much agony and pain. And to, to even speak in that type of yeah. torture yeah. was 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 a tremendous work just to right. even get words out, even to breathe. It yeah. was it was I seen I seen enough forensics uh files kind of shows about the 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 crucifix and, and how just painful it well, was. Well it's for the basically body. like being I mean, yes, your body is in so much pain, but it's mm-hmm. almost like suffocating, right? Yeah. Because you is. have to like pull yourself up with your mm-hmm. arms. Or or your feet. Or your or push with your feet to mm-hmm. basically be able to get any air in your lungs. Mm-hmm. So for them to have this conversation, even though it's it, few words it, it costs Jesus. It costs both of them. And it cost him, yeah. Yeah. And it even cost the guy who and, was mocking Jesus. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, so the guy on the right, let's just say, is the bad guy. And he's the one saying all these insults. Mm-hmm. He's using his literal last breaths mm-hmm. to, insult. to taunt and insult Jesus. <laughs> Again, that's human behavior <sighs> because we don't want to focus on our own stuff and of what course. we've done. We just rather just blame someone else yeah, or look at someone else or point the finger. It's <laughs> like, what makes a good bully is an insecure person. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. And so, well, as we were going through this, there is someone I have listened to for years, um, Alistair Bag, and I love listening to him. One because his his uh, accent is super cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did you say he was born? He was uh, born in Scotland. Scotland, Scotland, yeah, yeah. So he's got this really cool Scottish accent that I love to listen to, and but he makes me think. And so he said something in one of his um, sermons, and I think it is worth repeating. And it says this, Jesus hung on the cross so that we might bring our sin to him and that he might take it and bear it. That is why Jesus's promise to the criminal is also his promise to every believer who dies. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Mm. I love that. I love how it's so much hope. And I think nowadays we need a lot of hope. There's there's a lot of crazy, unpredictable things going on in the world, all over the world. Yeah. And it can be really easy to get frustrated and depressed and Mm -hmm. feel oppressed and the giant question mark that I hate. Yeah. I mean, it, just in our, if you're in America listening, there's a lot of turmoil going on right now mm-hmm. um, in the States. And, you know, there's a lot of discussion about the strength of our dollar and war potential on the horizon and all these different kinds of things. But if we focus on Christ and if we focus on him, it doesn't take away what could be happening in the world. But what it does, is it gives us a hope that's above and beyond anything that could be going on on earth. Yeah. It's that the hope of glory. That's what I remember hearing my uh, grandparents. They used to say that Jesus is the hope of glory. And and he is. He is the hope for... Yeah, I never heard any of my family say that. <laughs> <laughs> you... Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Shocker. You can't imagine. <laughs> Wait, was this another one of your grandpa's biker friends? One of my grandpa's... He never said yeah. that? No, nope, never said that. He, he says, hey, I need to have a conversation about yeah, the Trinity with you. Nope, was, nope, never, never didn't say that. Nope. Okay, so let's end on a little bit of a light note here. I mean, encouragement gonna, we, is awesome, and I'm so like, happy about Jesus, and I'm so happy that he is our hope, and I think that's amazing. 
What I would like to ask you, though, is this. Uh, you have, okay. I have what? No, go ahead. What? I'm what? ready. I'm ready for the spontaneousness <laughs> of The you. spontaneous question? Okay, mm, so here here's our spontaneous question of the day. Oh, boy. Tell me what you always wanted in your Easter basket. Oh, my goodness. When Why you are we talking? <laughs> you, you're only asking this question, so I, you have to, you get to answer it back. What? Yeah. I never even thought about that. As you roll your Go eyes. Ahead. Continue. And Come on. What did Come I, on. I didn't get, we didn't do Easter baskets. What? No. <gasps> you poor child. I'm going to buy you one. <laughs> You did you okay? So what did you want? I didn't say you got one. We didn't even know that was a thing. What? No, we no way. We got baskets that were empty that we would run out in the backyard and go <gasps> find eggs, but we never got like stuff and gifts and things what? like that. N no. I'm so sad for you. You didn't know that? No. No, we never got Easter egg bat. Like the way that you try to do it for our daughter. No, I we never did that. Her pillow didn't fit in an Easter basket this year. <laughs> okay. But, you know, okay, we, so we never did that. Okay, so here, I've always... Oh, so, no, okay. Let me ask you the question just to no, make no. it formal. I'm telling you. What did you always want in your Easter egg basket, Amy? I didn't, because my mom always picked out the perfect Easter basket. My mom always knew what okay, I liked. Your mom would live in Ross for 12 hours to buy one thing. You know what? But it was the right thing. Because she touched everything in the store as so she, mandated by the rules yes, of Anna yes. in Ross. She knew what she wanted. She was looking for the right thing. Looking. Searching? I don't know. Hunting? She was waiting for the truck next week to come and drop it off for her? I mean, maybe, that's maybe. probably why it took so long. Probably. She sorted the merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> she she's the best inventory control person. Ross okay, so back had. to the Easter basket. So every my mom literally has pictures of me when I'm like I don't know I was young probably four maybe five. You're the cutest little kid, by the way. Ah, thanks. I know. So I was in my uh, little. I think it was a Care Bear nightgown. Maybe it's a long <laughs> all the way to the floor nightgown. And my mom has a picture where the Easter basket is on the kitchen table. And she was standing behind the Easter basket so she could take a picture of my face as I walked down the hallway towards my Easter basket. And it was so cute. I was so cute. Question, did she do the Easter egg basket for her own enjoyment or for your enjoyment? Because she loved me. What do you think? What do you? Th Why do you think I buy Easter basket stuff for our daughter and she's 19? For your own enjoyment. No, I buy it because I love her. I bought you Easter baskets. Are you telling me that I have bought you your first like real Easter basket? I it was never a thing. I'm telling you that was not my family tradition. Nope. What? Nope. Never. Wow, I am really sad. I mean, yeah, we would just have Easter gatherings, do the Easter egg hunt. I always look forward to um, hard boiled eggs. We used to do our Easter egg hunt uh, after church. Like, that was, I always had to wear, like, the Easter dress. That was also a thing. You and I have gone round and round about this. <laughs> the Easter outfit. Yeah, the, yeah. Do you know that's a normal thing? Like, people actually buy Easter outfits. No. Yes, they do. No. I just heard a commercial on the radio the other day. 
marketers. Anything they were get talking you... about Easter outfits. Guys, it's Tuesday. You should buy a Tuesday no, outfit. It wasn't marketers. It was actually a radio station. It was the two radio hosts. They were talking about buying outfits. Okay, we're gonna lose our <laughs> listeners just jam- just jamming on <laughs> this. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed our Easter take. On the thief on the cross. So I'm going to be shameless in a plug. If you need something in your Easter egg basket and you want to give the gift of encouragement, I would love for you to go to Amazon.com and go look up Amy Arabian. Mm -hmm. And there's some books that you've written. Mm -hmm. Chased by Grace. mm -hmm. Embraced by Grace. Mm -hmm. Inconvenient Calling. And a few journals. I've got. Several. I like your latest journal. I, I I have to say I like it because it's simple. Yes, and it's not just plain um, paper. Paper. No. There's actually a spot for um, today's scripture. Mm-hmm. What today's scripture is speaking to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, prayer requests, and what I am thankful for today. Mm-hmm. So there's space to actually like do some journaling and fun writing inside. So, I mean, it's a shameless plug, sure, but, you know, it really is cool. and it's If really they're cool listening, again. is it shameless? I don't. Okay. Well, I'm going to push the outro button right now because it's time to say goodbye because we're at way past where it's 35 minutes. So here we go. Guys, right. have a great Easter. Happy Resurrection. We are so excited to celebrate with you. Maybe not with you in person, but in spirit, know that all around the world we are celebrating what Jesus has done for us on the cross and how amazing and wonderful he is. And the fact that he rose on the third day. Yes. I hope you're encouraged. And if you would like to reach out, feel free. You can check me out on Instagram at ChirpCastAmy. Have an awesome day. God bless you guys. See you next time.